0: Welcome to the Self-Helpful Podcast. I'm Kevin Miller. I partner with our biggest publishers and PR agencies to bring you the most up-to-date experts and influencers in personal growth and development and improvement so you can be in the know and growing into your fullest capacity. This is our Functional Friday episode. We're talking about how to increase your capacity for daily output. I'm with my co host, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert. Your daily output, it's in essence your work, all of it, your daily tasks and duties in which you exert yourself to fulfill personal maintenance, parenting, your job or schooling, relationships, home and life maintenance again, everything. Your capacity for daily output is finite. Even though we like to think of ourselves as needing to be limitless. I mean, how often do you feel spent and you're only halfway through the day? Or maybe you make it strong through the day, but by evening you've got nothing left for your family and relationships or a new venture that you desire to put effort to or a hobby or anything. I mean, everyone wants more energy. We've created billion dollar companies around energy drinks to give us more energy, but you can kind of imagine your car. What if it's overheated and bogging down on the side of the road and you just keep shoving more gas in the tank, give it more gas, Give it more gas. I mean, the question is what is zapping its energy? It seems like it should have plenty of gas, but it's just not going. So for you, what daily activities and exertions and environments and mental activities are going to more quickly deplete you or. Which ones will help you better sustain and further your daily output and capacity? This is what we address in the episode. If you find value from this self-helpful podcast, subscribe and leave a review about this specific episode would be great. And the best thing, help somebody else. Tell them something you've learned and talk about it. You can connect with me at kevinmiller.co. Next up then, Dr. Randy James and I discuss how to increase your capacity. All right, Dr. James. So as we you know we're talking about this issue of output, our daily exertions, our daily work, or even works and all the roles that we're in, as you just said a second ago, and I thought, what a great place to lead off with, when you are in here, you're in the clinic with a patient talking specifics, eye to eye, you know, their history, this is an easy place for you to talk on. And yet, as you said, when we're on a microphone and this is going to go out to tens of thousands of people to try to encapsulate the essence of good output, good and bad output, the sustainability staining or the debilitating output. It's, it's difficult to, uh, summarize. We're going to try to do our best. I'm
1: smiling. We we'll, yeah, we'll try to do our best. I always, in my own mind, I think of work and I'll look somebody at and I'll, and I'll say, you know, with a capital W, mm-hmm. like it's, it's more than just the word. Mm-hmm.
0: So back in back to, so this was what was show, I think it was show seven that on output where we talked about exercise and your big statement there, the big question and Dr. James, what's the best exercise? And it's the the one you'll do the one you'll do, but it's, it's individualized. Same thing here, folks. And so much of what we're talking about in your daily work that you, we all want to, uh, give our best output to be fully functioning to go to the functional medicine term we want to be fully functioning uh able vibrant throughout the day to do all these things, and yet most of us uh come to an come to an end we feel limited or we feel your word hampered hampered we're right people
1: will say the words then i 'm too tired, lack of energy i 'm limping along at the end of the day i 'm not like I was and whereas we know what they mean, but they are ultimately less capable than they would have been.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, so if we start there, and I do wanna reference a couple people from uh, my Ziegler Show podcast that have hit on some of these topics, and they've done some good jobs at encapsulating it. It doesn't reach the the, the breadth of what we're gonna talk about today from a whole person, but uh, Benjamin Hardy wrote a book called Willpower Doesn't Work, and he talked about our intent to use our willpower, you know, self-discipline to do all the things that we need to do during the day. And he's saying, man, there's a limit. It is finite. And so as we talk about that, that's a word we kept coming back to is there is a finiteness for the most part to our daily output, to what we can do. We all know that at some point we're just tired. You can try to stay up for 24 hours and you're going to be tired. But in this essence of looking at the average day of what do we wait? 16 hours, 18, whatever it is. Um, How much output were we able to do during that time? What lessened it and what helped? bolster it. And a lot of it is from obviously going back to our first shows on input. That's what fills us up. But during the day, what are the things that we're going to do that are going to deplete us? You know what? Let's, let's start off with what you said though. Cause you said, cause when I said yeah, it's finite and you said, yeah, but it, what is finite? It depends on who you are. So for me, a two hour tomorrow, tomorrow, Saturday morning, I'll get up and I'll do a two hour not quite maxed out, but pretty hard mountain bike ride, it will invigorate me and I'll be stoked for the day. If my wife did that, she would be dead. Uh, She would be in it. That's not what she does. And in,
1: and in in contrast, if you were, if she invited you to a luncheon party, you had to go to a baby shower. <laughs> Perfect. She is going to be invigorated for the rest of the day and you are going to be I'm done. I'm going to be
0: dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we, if we go to, so we've been using these words like con- congruence or what'd you say? Cohesive, uh, um, coherent, coherent. I'm sorry. Co- coherent that if you're, and, and I was going to use another book because she uses the word consonants. Uh, it is uh, a book called Leminist by Laura Gastner Odding, who I also interviewed. She talks about consonants. So what we just talked about there are things that are in line with you. So as we go through the day, that comes into play a lot of times on what are the things you're doing that are in congruence. If we, I, I, my favorite
1: word is resonance.
0: Okay. The res- you know, okay.
1: They resonate with you and and that's from musical strings. And you know, when, when they're in dissonance, it sounds... Off and bad, and it and it brings you down, and we all know a minor key and those kind of things and so music is a good example of of how you know if you end on a major key, there's an
0: upliftedness That's, versus a, a weight, okay. So let's do this. Let's start off with a bad example. Okay. We'll start off on the negative, on a bad example of resonance for a day. So you got, you know, you, you got two people who you and me, okay, now let's not do that. Cause we're going to get too personal here <laughs> on, on our home life. Maybe, uh, on, on extrapolating that. Uh, you get somebody who's filled themselves up they have been doing good input from food to inspiration to you know all the things that we talked about in those earlier input shows they've done that they are filled up theoretically and they are ready to go pour out and yet they wake up in the morning and they're in uh, our show i think it was show 6 uh was on environment and they're in a bad environment they're in a loud downtown maybe they're on a business trip noisy you know, right, hotel or somebody
1: smoking or something like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Something that's not in resonance with them. So they just woke up and took a hit. Let's say they took a hit uh-huh. and then they go in, well, let's say, you know, let's, let's get out of there and say, just in your home life, if you're in, in, and you're in a bad place with your spouse and you get up and you guys have anger, you have separation, man, there's another hit. There's a bickering with a, a child. Let's go with a teen child, you know, and some, some like, boom, you took another hit. Now you go into a workplace that you, at, at your workplace, you don't, your job does not embody a product or service, something you believe in, something you care about. You're not in community with the people there. Um, stress, bad stress. This is all bad stress. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm depressed just listening to you. I know, I know. So, but lack of resonance, you know. And then at night, there is, you got to go home. It's, it, taxes are overdue. And you're going to go spend the rest of the night dealing with taxes with your spouse, talking about the lack of finances. I mean, there you go. There's a day of horrific resonance and your output, your ability. It's all diminished as opposed to, I'll let you play with the good side. Right. As opposed to
1: somebody who uh, we were talking about it just this morning, the blessing of waking up with positive first thoughts of, of a God word oriented. I, there, there is a mission, passion, purpose of the day. I get to go make a cup of coffee, a coffee. I, I get to go to work and at work. Of course, I know there's the drudgery and this and that and the other, but I, I get to do these things and I get to work with these people. And then I get to come ho- home to, to, to this family and to these nighttime activities. And then I get to go to bed nice and tired and go to sleep. It's just a different tone, and, and we're going to point out the fact that the first guy's end of the day, he felt incapable of making change. His, his capacity was less, even if we talked about what was his maximum bench press of the day or his maximum willpower of the day to not have the coffee, wine, chocolate, cheese, whatever at night that he thinks he shouldn't do versus the other guy who's who gets to the end of the day and it doesn't make
0: the willpower any more easier, but there's, yeah. there's I like a- that you're health oriented, that your bad things are coffee, wine, cheese, and chocolate, as opposed to <laughs> <laughs> an entire bag of Doritos. It uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that speaks to your health. Uh, I like that. Randy. Um, well, yeah. So, you know, again, if we look at the finiteness now, a, a lot of times what we're seeing too in, in here is, is people who are, you know, trying to fill up, trying to fill up and wondering why by lunchtime or one o'clock, man, they are done. They are done. And then wondering why they don't have anything to give their family at the end of the day. I, I, I got to step in there and say, man, that is one of our most common new
1: patients is, okay. is this very thing. And, and, and I'll ask the question, do you, are you done by mid afternoon? Yeah. Or do you, do you bonk from an athletic term terminology? Like somebody we were talking to this morning said, yeah. And, oh, he was keto fasting or whatever else. And he said, yeah, man, I, my, my legs just won't go. Yeah. At that as I'm getting used to it, and when that happens in your relationships, ugh, when that happens in your overall work, and, and you just bonk at work, and you feel the temptation to click over one window over where you're looking at, you know, the vacation coming up, or the new car, there's something to tantalize your, 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 your internal want to, your motivation, and that. That, whatever that is, and that's where we said at the beginning, we're going to struggle with saying that kind of an output, or in this case, a lack of output is kind of what we're talking about today.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, these are things of, even the word budget, which is a word I don't know that anybody likes other than Dave Ramsey, God (laughs) bless his soul. Um, You know, and people that have benefited from it, obviously, but not usually something we want to do because it feels restrictive. But if we are budgeting our Output, but also knowing we can bolster it or deplete it. And on, I think that just being so much aware of what are you doing? Like if I'm going to do my taxes, uh, you know, one night the next day, I, I need some, I need some solitude, be, some freedom, some yeah. inspiration uh, to make up for that depletion. Yeah, w- one thing in, in
1: our house that we have learned on, on the budget talk nights, because those, those are hard, is, is to, is to schedule it for a Saturday morning. Not a nighttime conversation. And if we say, hey, look, not on a day full of soccer practice and this and that and the other, but, you know, cup of coffee in 10 a.m., don't have to get in no for a couple hours. This is the task. That task goes better than if it's 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night at the end of a day where we're both depleted.
0: Well, let's hit that. I mean, generally in modern day, I'll at least pick on America. Uh, that we have our busy day of school and work and extracurricular activities and, and whatnot. And husband and wife, to pick on that too, come, finally come together. Maybe the first time they've had to talk uh, for the day, and it may have been three days. They've been passing in the night, uh, you know, just not, not even seeing each other. One gets up early, one stays up You know, late, whatever. And, uh, and now it, it's, we get to deal with the, the issues, and it's right away uh, it's nine 30 at night, 10 o'clock at night. Man, we've got to deal with these hard issues and you're depleted. You, you, you do not have many reserves left. No wonder everybody dreads that. I think especially guys, we tend to be even less able in that arena. And
1: ultimately they, they don't do it. And they, that's why it's do been it. such a long time. And the, and the problem compounds.
0: And so scheduling that for an appropriate time or making, I mean, that is intention, being intentional with those things, which you can't do with everything. But as much as we can be intentional, again, looking at this, we have a finite, I'll I'll never forget a friend of ours, Aaron McHugh talked to me and it might've been a message on one of his, on on one of his podcasts, which I think is like a eat, play shoot. I just forgot it. Uh, but his, he talked about emotional calories. I've never forgotten Mm. that. And, about that aspect of we think that emotionally we should just be able to always handle everything he says like everything it, it is finite and so if you have had a stressful day emotionally at work or uh, you know, something during the day or whatever, these things build up that at some point you, you are literally empty. Now, this isn't to be a cop out, but again, we generally think of ourselves as uh, we shame ourselves. We should be able to do this. And we're wondering, why am I so cranky? Why am I so curt? Why am I being rude? What is wrong with me? That there is some reality of saying, look, I am, I am spent. I, I need to schedule this with you, my wife or my boss or my employer or whatever. We need to do this in the morning or an afternoon and set yourself up for a time when you are in a good place. Just like an athlete. I mean, an athlete is not going to go out, have a hard day of manual labor and bar hop in the night before his Olympic event. He's going to build up for it.
1: Right. I, I was going to bring in the what we always continually refer back to and we want to refer back to that everything's related to everything that in the same way that the athlete is not going to prepare himself for this performance by by doing those kind of things if if we are if we are preparing for the performance of fatherhood and the performance of husbandhood and the performance of of being at work and being a soccer coach and okay well then the the day in and day out resonance and dissonance through our nutrition, our exercise, our all of those kind of things are contributing then to this finite capacity that you're talking about mm-hmm. our 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 output of emotions, our output of resonance and resilience and stability is
0: related to these things. And this comes back to again that personal uh, the, the, the individualization of it that you talked about, where again, we in looking at what our day is going to be filled with, if my day is going to be filled with a two hour mountain rock, bike ride, is going to bolster my output for the most part. Somebody else is going to tax what is your day and budgeting that. I do find myself more and more doing that. I know this weekend I sent a, a note out to all of my family saying, okay. We've had, you know, this last weekend, we had whatever party. Uh, the next weekend, we had all these guests over. The next weekend, we went and did this. Uh, uh, we went on this this uh, adventure and all this stuff. This weekend, this is what's happening Friday night. This is what's happening Saturday. This is what I'm doing. That wasn't a dictate, but it said, I, I need to do a couple of things Saturday. And then Sunday I, I'm, I'm going to do nothing. I'm not going to church. I'm not going to go do anything. Um, I, I just need this because I'm budgeting my output and I'm finding myself a little taxed. That's why I'm feeling a little short with you guys. I'm feeling like I want to just escape. I'm finite now, not a cop out, and not. This is hard for me because I come from the uh, arena of no excuses. You got to be. Please, Superman. everybody, yeah. And you see me come to my absolute end, and I have seen you as well do that. And now, say, "Man, I need. I will be better for you guys." if I budget this, but I have to be aware of the things that tax me. And a lot of this comes to self-awareness. There's a self audit, which I don't know, like with your patients, how many of them are aware or is that the primary role that you help them as you look through and audit it and say, gosh, in understanding you, Barbara, uh, and, and what you've done, and, and now you're seeing this, I would say that this is, this is, this is really hampering your output. Um, and this is what you need to to help it. So is that, are they using you for that audit that not everybody's yeah. going to get to have? Yeah. In this area, that's not why they come, right? Well, no, 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 Yeah. But is that but a
1: role you end up? Absolutely. Yeah. That this, you know, Steve and Gwen Smith that we've talked about a lot, the, the, you, you just talked about margin. And in the past you would have kept going and kept going and kept going without the intelligent, wise, aware knowledge of here's my outputs and here's my needed margin. And now, you know, we're wise enough to say, hey, gang, hey, family, or hey, work environment or whatever, I'm, this is what we're going to do because we've done these other things and now we need some space. And I would, but on the on the flip side of that, you're not saying, hey, I need, you know, three or six weeks of Sundays of nothing. That would actually hamper you in the other way. Sure. Right? So there's, now we're in that tension of the right balance. Uh, but, where, like I mentioned before it 's some of the most common reasons why people will come in and they will say, my energy 's gone, my depression 's up, my anxiety 's up, but one of the underlying roots of this problem is the subconscious subconscious dissonance that 's going on in their lives.
0: which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com. Use promo code Kevin. AirDoctorPro.com. Promo code Kevin.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news,
0: Okay, and because uh, well, I want to hit on that because energy is probably one of the biggest buzzwords we have right now in our culture, period. And we look sure. at chronic illness and disease and, and whatever, brain fog and all these things, but energy, energy, energy. And, of course, what are we doing primarily? We're, we're making Starbucks, bazillionaires, and uh, five-hour energy, and Red Bull, and all these types of things. Sugar. Sugar, yeah, all these things to, to, to bolster that. And uh, and we're going – well, you just mentioned – uh Stephen and Gwen Smith, and they have a podcast. We've talked about it before, folks. It's Soul Care Conversations. And Steve at lunch with, yeah, you and me, and we, I think we talked about this on one show, but it's worth repeating. Uh, probably a couple years ago, talked about, he works with people who are burnout in essence, a lot of mega pastors, a lot of big executives, business execs who are just burnout, come to the end of their rope. And he works with them and he's ultimately saying, you cannot stay, his analogy, in the whitewater water all the time and of course my response unless your name is Kevin Miller (laughs) well unless you you think uh, as Kevin Miller did which was and now let's go back to our earlier shows input and I thought if I am doing the right input I'm putting all the good food in I'm putting the good inspiration the good messages the good information I am exercising well I'm having good relationships man I can stay in the white water took about another year and I came to an end because I was thinking of myself as finite. I was doing some output that was in dissonance and really just too much altogether. Right. You were thinking of yourself as infinite, right, right, right. Infinite, which which is why we're sitting here. I'm, I am the chiefest of (laughs) sinners. So as we sit here talking about this stuff, how much of it comes from our own experience? Well, uh, all of it, technically. I mean, not you, (laughs) you do everything right, but at least for me, uh, well, it, 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 the,
1: what you just said, one of your greatest strengths is your work ethic, your willingness, and that translated into your athletic career. You, Like you said, you can endure. Mm-hmm. You're doing an, an endurance, ath, ath, uh, you're an, uh, an elite level athlete, and part of that is endurance. And then, and so the fact is you got lots of accolades, you got lots of credit for that. And so you translate that into, this is how I do everything.
0: Well, it was self-image, man. That's 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 where it is. Yeah.
1: That's, that's it. Which then becomes one of the reasons for people's, all of our undoing. Yeah. Your strength becomes your undoing. Well, that email I
0: just talked about, it was a text to my family. I would have never done. You would not have done that even if just. I'm not going to admit, admit ago, that I have a right? limit. Yeah, and son of you, a you would
1: uh, you would have been worried that your even your kids might have seen you as as too weak or or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And and now for both of us to flip over and be able to say no, and it, it still chafes to say those words of no. I I need rest. I need those kind of things. And and for me at night, it's it's becoming this. You know, this I'm becoming the bedtime Nazi. Even as my kids are hitting teens, I I, yeah. I
0: had a kid not long ago say something about, "Dad, you're just, you know, you're the old man. You go to bed at nine, you get up at 6. But you know what? My response was in so many words. I don't know if I said exactly, but I said, "You know what? No, I'm not. I'm I'm becoming a smart man.
1: Wow. I've gotten smarter.
0: Yeah. You know, in, in all reality, I've got, I'm, I'm I'm disappointed. I had not done that so many years ago,
1: and and probably." All of us around 50 would look back at our 20 year old selves and say, mm-hmm. yes, if I would have been making smarter choices over the last 20 years, what would my capacity now be? Yeah. What would my levels of achievable resilience and resonance in my work and my fatherhood and my coaching and all of the, 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 the callings that we have in our lives? Yeah. What would that be? And I, you know, that's not a really fair question. Question for ourselves, but the real question is, what will I be becoming at fifty-two with this new knowledge? That's
0: the one that convicts me now, because the burning the candle at both ends, the being Superman, the whatever that we can do for a time, ultimately has consequences. And now that we're, you know, even we're seeing some in ourselves, but of course the the uh, the hot pot that we see it is is the clinic and people coming in that are our age or are you're younger and the accumulative effects, which I think that word comes out in every show that we do, the accumulative effects of being in an unhealthy way of, of dissonance of yeah. non resonance yeah. has a accumula- so we are, well, it's, it's the B be becoming. And you told me that, gosh, what was that? So many years ago when I talked about so in my Superman mode, and they said, so you're teaching your kids, Kevin, that being a man, uh, being a father is a harried maxed out, life, right? Stressful life with no margin. And that sucks. I I do do not want to tell. And what am I going to be becoming? And what I'm going to be becoming is less able, less functioning. I'm going to have worse health measurements. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm waving at dementia. I'm waving at disability. That's right. And everybody
1: out there hearing this is, is probably one of two people they're the people that are that are saying yep that was me yep whenever i had that third child and i couldn't get my body back or whenever mm-hmm. i we we had to move or whenever the pipes broke that one time and it just you know or i, took, not- that I, I took that job or i lost that job or i lost that job and i did not have what it took to be becoming the kind of guy or woman or whatever i want to be or somebody out there saying Nuh-uh not me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can do it. And I would say, you're right. You, you really can until you can. not
0: And it might that's, be it. That's a line I love. You I can until you can't. And that's what you spend your day doing is doing with, with those who can't. And, uh, if I can pick on, well, no, it's, it's men and women and it's different ages, but you see plenty of them who were, they were Superman. It was the, the special forces guy let pull them out. It was the ultra-athlete uh, woman. It was all, all six. The, was the, the high executive. Exec, exec. Yeah. Yep, the super mom with 100 kids and homeschooling and holding apart, blah, blah. And they could do it until they couldn't. And then you're in survival mode and it is so hard to claw back.
1: That's right. It is so hard to claw back. And, and to quote Dustin, who works with Steve, uh, and he's quoting Wayne Muller, who wrote the book Sabbath, if you don't Sabbath, your illness will become your Sabbath.:
0: Oh, gosh. Or
1: to, to say it another way, if you don't, get out of the white water, if you don't rest, if you don't have margin margin, and, and I would say God has set things up that if you don't do that, your illness will become your rest. And you will say, I can't that's get out scary. of bed or I need a nap in the afternoon or I have to go to bed at, you know, I fall asleep in the chair or, or, with the news at six o'clock and then I can't sleep at night. And, and, and how I, that's everybody now we're talking about, oh, well, that's normal. And I said, no, it is not normal. You are incapacitated. And we're not talking to the point of death. We're not talking to the point of, uh, you know, I need a, a special care person or something. But you are incapacitated compared to where you would have been. And that that's not your calling. That's not your. your-
0: I, I, no, I have not heard that. I mean, if you told me that I didn't listen, your illness, if you don't we'll say it, again, if you if you don't rest. Your, your illness, illness will become your rest. Okay. So right away, my thought was, uh, you know, being in the entrepreneurial world and helping inspire people towards, you know, the, the some of the benefits over there. That so often we saw people who wanted to, but they were in a job that they hated, they wanted to be out, but they never took the step. What ultimately happens? They get fired. And that's what finally gets them going the direction they should have, though that's not the place to do it. That's not the best place because they're in survival mode or somebody who's in the relationship that is terrible. And if they don't fix it or or get out of it, ultimately, boom, the big catastrophe happens there and then it's a world of hurt and scars and whatever. So again, if you don't take care of it beforehand, it is going to come to fruition. So I think I, you know, I want people to hear that if you're, if, if things are not where you want them to be now. It is not going to get better. It's going to manifest. Now, of course, the question then after all this talk is, so what do you do to be in better resonance so your output is sustainable?
1: That would yes. be the question. And my, my languaging on that, because I, I, I don't want people to think that there's the algorithm or the supplement or the, the, the way to be. So we have to put it in that future progressive tense. And, and the English doesn't work right, but it m- might help you remember it. How do you be becoming? Be become, yeah. Because whatever decision you make today, you're going to have to make again tomorrow. And if you make it you know, multiple times in a row, hopefully it's becoming the habit that's going to that's gonna sustain you. And remember also at the end of the day, you're going to die. You will fail. The, you, you are a finite being that is going to cease to exist. The capacity will end. But between now and then think of what you can do with the consistent resonance of your daily uh inputs and outputs and, and that's why we're doing this show think what you can do and 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 I'll I'll think of Dave Ramsey if you don't have a budget you are wasting money if you do have a budget think what you you can do so much more with the same amount of money yeah and so if you're yeah budgeting your, your time expenditures, your exercise expenditures. Like, like we said today, that if somebody is doing 15 pull-ups a day, then I'm going to say, you know what? I think they're going to be a better student, a better mom, a better budgeter in the evening time with their spouse. That's just one of those things. And there's so many of those things. So that's where we are now.
0: Well, so let's come back into that. So as we look at Our day, I think the first thing to say, if we want it to be sustainable, if we want to be able, fully functioning to the end of the day, giving good output, we got to look at what is the output that we're doing and how much of it is or is not in resonance now in a perfect world we go back to our analogies that we tried to give earlier everything that you do your relationships would be good you'd have hope in the morning and sunshine and nice breeze blowing in and uh, a great breakfast of something healthy that you actually liked and go into work where you found purpose and meaning and you had good relationships there and you had success you made a great sale that day, or you got a raise or a promotion or whatever and uh, and then the evening was a whirlwind of romance with your wife while your kids sit at home and do crafts or you know, whatever it may be. And it's perfect resonance, man. That is, even if it, the output is, is, is pretty good. You probably can sustain that. Okay. But most of our lives are not like that. So where is our lack of resonance? Uh, let's say it's the work that doesn't, do you need to change work? Now this isn't a big, you know, Holy, uh, grail calling to say you, if you are not in resonance, your work quit, but you better look at it it's a place that you spend it's, the most time.
1: Right. Now that's where we're talking about awareness. Yeah. And you know, I I was a family practice doc, 10 years in the military and I never hated my job. Mm-hmm. But I never loved it. The and that, you know, it's the it's a good job. All of the, there, there was challenge, there was drudgery, there was all of those kind of things and now, even with still being a doc and doing those kind of things and there's still the drudgery and whatever else, but there is, there, there is a shift and I can say in contrast, so it might be a good example to say primary care physicians is a good example of people who are significantly burnt out. Right. If we, if you look at the statistics there, it's more than half of the docs are saying, yeah, I, I want to be done. And they're in their, you know, forties or fifties and they're saying, gosh, now, now, now it's a slog. And they are going in reverse. That is not coherence and resonance and all that kind of stuff. They're just trying to get to, you know, 60, 65, make enough money so they can get out. Yeah. I, I don't think that way. I, I, and I'm so grateful and I, and I'm so empathetic with people who are in a workplace. And, and again, I spent a lot of years in the, yeah, it was indifferent, and maybe that's okay, and you're going to be in, have much more of an infusion of coherence in your hobbies and in your relationships and that kind of thing. But today we're telling people to open your eyes, see, and if you say, you know what, I didn't really realize this, but this is dissonance. My job is dissonance. Then be aware.
0: I, I was going to say, I, I think the two, the two biggest areas are your relationships, your closest yep. intimate relationships and your job. If you are in dissonance yep. there, it is going to be very difficult to be becoming the type of person that yeah. you want to have sustainable output, no matter how much input you put in there, that there's going to be an end. Now we can't sit here and go through the minutia of exactly how to have the work that you love and the relationships you love, but those are issues. If, if, if you do not have those now, so I'm going I'm to leave it at that. I mean, if you have bad dissonance and you're not aligned well, you got some work to do in, in both those areas. You got to make those calls, but let's go back to what you just said. Even if you are in resonance in your work. And the two stark examples I have are you and me, uh, here in the practice. Generally, it used to be, you only had one new patient. Well, you used to take multiple ones. Now your new patient visit at true life medicine is an hour and a half minimum where you've prepped for it. You've looked through their information beforehand. You go in, you are doing your, you are on you're on task to discern what's going on. What do they need? Give them walking papers of what to do. And then, you know, you've got your after notes because you're doing big, extensive lab orders and what it's pretty taxing. So at this point, you know, it used to do multiples. Then it was only one a day. And now I think it's like one a week, isn't it? Right. Is we still at that Two, Maybe
1: Right. It's basically one a week. And, you know, a day will come by when there's a couple in a week or there's recently in a month or two ago because of scheduling, there was two in a day and it's taxing because you're so on because I got, I got to sell me and, and this whole, this whole idea, because this is the first time with this person and and all of those kind of things. And I just noticed,
0: yes, even though it's something you love to do, it is taxing. Well, so I do generally one interview. So an interview, when I'm interviewing somebody and I am vetting them, I'm researching the material, I'm trying to craft the heart of their message that I want to pull out and dissect and bring to the audience. It's a pretty significant, I like to do one a week. And likewise, because I got, I, I had to bump a couple, uh, up and move some. And I did recently, I did two in a day. Oh my gosh. And I mean, it's inspiring. It's, it's inspiring. It is. I am in resonance. That's too much regardless. Yeah,
1: you, you can feel the fatigue. Yeah. And I, I would call it good fatigue, but it's yeah. also
0: a worn out kind of a fatigue. Well, on that with my wife or a hard conversation or game night with the kids. It's probably one, it's it's a proverbial TV, put the little ones to bed and say, guys, you know, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to watch a show for a minute or I'm just going to go read, I'm going to go go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's, it's budgeting, budgeting that. And you know, back to the dissonance too. I mean, obviously there are things that we have to do in the best of life. Uh, no matter who you are, if you're a billionaire, celebrity, whatever, there are things that happen during a day where you are not going to be in dissonance. And sometimes it's even within the resonant work where you do have to, I keep bringing up taxes. Everybody can tell what kind of finance guy I am, but whatever that may be, or a hard conversation with an employee or a business partner or or whatever, where it's going to, it's going to be hard. And it is not a resonant period to again, budget that and to realize I am finite. So if I'm going to do that, what am I not going to do over here? Or how am I going to recover? Which I think is going to be the next show. How do I give extra recovery yeah. to that? Yeah,
1: yeah. The, 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 in, the critical importance on both sides of that, of the awareness of knowing I'm finite. This costs me. I can't just keep doing this until I can't. And then on on the other side of that, that is such a big topic that we'll have another show about it. Is okay, you did this big thing. Now, how do you recover? Yeah. And even as I said that, you know, TV night, I, I chastise people for yeah. that because that's not true rest. Mm-mm. That's vegging.
0: It's relief, maybe. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not, it's not it's recovery. It's not recovery.
1: Yeah, and recuperation. So, so, but today's focus is is increasing awareness on work. Capital W, relationships, capital R, the recognition that our capacity is impacted by, by how we are going, uh, putting ourselves out there in the day. Part of that output with, with just your mental posture, your physical posture. If you, even though a guy who's sitting at a desk eight hours a day, uh, if, if he is slouched, and he doesn't like his job, and he's going home to a, 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 an incoherent lifestyle, he's not going home full of energy and, and capacity. He's going home less capable than what he would have been otherwise if he liked his job and was doing more physical activity and all of those, even though he spent more calories and more energy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
0: You, you know, you hit on that. and We talked about that. That's a real tangible output aspect. It kind of goes along with the exercise type thing. But you talk about that so much that we all think about posture, probably in the way of, you know, we want to look good and have good posture and not be an old stooped over person when we're there, but you're talking about it in the aspect of energy. So if I want to be sustaining my output, bolstering, supporting my output, that if I'm sitting at my desk, sedentary, heart rate low, and even more so slouched over all day long, I am depleting, or you said what hampering my output as opposed to you and I both have standing desk. We're sitting, we're, we're sitting here, we're, <laughs> we're standing here at a standing, uh, custom table we had for this, for the podcast studio. And you, you don't even have, I have one that I can, at least I have a desk who I can lower down and sit. You don't, well, but you sit with patients. So you're, probably half and half or or even more so, but of the getting up, the sitting down, the going for a walk, uh, the folks who just get outside, man, get out of the, even if it's a great office to get out, take a little walk. I pace in the parking lot a good bit, uh, if the weather permits when I'm talking and you do that, you pace around your office. I mean, just the movement, that's something that that, that it's helping the sustainability, the bolstering, but posture. I, I, Mm -hmm. until you, I never thought about that as an energy aspect, as an output uh, uh, tool, I guess. Yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm, I'm yes. Posture as a mindset and a body set, Hmm. right. That there's, there's a, and, and you can even, I mean this, and these studies have been done. If you look at somebody and see how they sit or a better one is the posture of the folded arms, right. That, that if you're talking to somebody and they're talking to you like this, then they are more closed. Yeah versus a somebody who is clearly out there with their posture their 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 shoulders are back they're leaning forward they're they're doing those kind of things and even if they're faking it they're still technically more engaged than if they would have been going the other way
0: well in our emotions we know that they are our actions um, will affect our emotions. So if we're sitting there in the meeting at work that we're not thrilled to be at, and we're sitting there with crossed arms, it is affecting our mind as opposed to if we put our arms out, put our hands behind our heads, take that posture of openness, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, it affects our minds. It, it, absolutely. And and that, translates
1: into the rest of the physical activity stuff. So back to, you know, the the kind of person who makes a habit of doing 15 pull-ups, push-ups whatever a day is going to be becoming the kind of person that that is going to translate into their mental posture. Yeah. It just does. And with that awareness, then I'm looking at myself, okay self, will you do 15 pull-ups a day? Yeah. And I don't. And that so if I want to be becoming the kind of guy that is capable of doing that and and having that internal resonance increase over time, then maybe that's a change I need to make.
0: And, you know, on this aspect of output, and we talked in the last episode, it was the first uh, piece of output. We talked about exercise. It's an output we do to bolster and strengthen our overall uh, output the one that we obviously are talking about the most that seem that I would say is, is probably most important is the mental output. We're talking about those mental expenditures back to Aaron McHugh's emotional calories that how, again, mental resonance, where are we in resonance? How, how does that affect us? And yeah, that, that awareness and budgeting. And to me, it's still, and I know this is uh, so uh, it's my own experience, but realizing that it is, finite. And I just didn't see it that way. I wasn't aware of it. Now that I am, I am a believer and a budgeter and a budgeter.
1: You are a budgeter yeah. of those calories. Yeah.
0: I tell you, it's been a big thing just to be candid. It has been a big thing with my family and specifically my wife. And there's been a couple times recently when I have said, okay, here's a can, candid, true story. Um, it was something that she needed from town, Hey, you know, so we, in our rural area, we live, it's, you know, 10, 15 minutes, depending on the traffic, just to get into town. And I, she was, didn't have something she needed. And I said, man, I'll just go get it for you. That was my gut response. I'm Superman I'm the server. And I turned around and I started to walk away and I realized, you know what? I can do it. And that's what I normally would do. My heart's bitter about it. I do not want to do it. It wasn't really against her or about her, but I just, I'm worn out. I was, I felt depleted at the time. So I'll do it with a bitter heart. And I turned around. I said, honey, you know, I'm, I'm working on some new things and this is one of them. I could do that. And I I don't want to, I want to serve you. I'm I'm willing, but I will not do it with a good heart because I'm, I'm feeling a little burnt. And she, and and I'll paraphrase a little bit. She said, I'm so thankful. You said that makes me love you more. Hmm. (laughs) It's not that is the counterintuitive response. That I expect because my self image is so wrapped up in doing, 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 being there for everybody, pouring out. And yet that's what I'm realizing now. when I do it and I'm depleted, I'm not helping anybody. I'm hurting myself. I'm worse for them. I'm not, I'm not as good emotionally with them. I'd be better off to say, you know what? No, I'm I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to be, I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to be better for you.
1: I'm going to be here for you here. Be there for you here. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, I hope that did justice to this. As you said, I mean, what a, what a deep, dark, twisty topic. Nebulous hard, Nebulous. hard to grab. Yeah. But at the end of the or at the beginning of the day, I should say, we all want our best output. We want our best output. So we're talking, we want the good input. What do we do, Dr. James? What do I eat? How do I exercise? Well, How should I think? What do I do so that I can output? I can do this. I can do my work well. I can have critical thinking. I can have creative thinking. I can make decisions. I can have hope. I can have joy. I can have expectation. I can be kind. I can be compassionate.
1: You can be confident in yourself in the future. Yeah in all those areas that's what
0: we want and so this is looking at it and going if we're going to have those things we need to budget we need to be aware i'm thinking about my budgeting and awareness right now good place to, to leave off get out a pen and paper okay friends this should give you great food for thought and action for increasing your capacity Thanks again for choosing to tune into the self helpful podcast. I hope you'll leave a review about this episode and subscribe. And best of all, of course, always talk with somebody about what you heard and learned today. So you both benefit. I sincerely hope I've helped you help yourself.